the eighth day of the month. By the tender mercy of our God, the dawn from on high will break upon us to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace. Luke 1, verses 78 through 79. Christ is our peace. Ephesians 2, verse 14. Today we consider peace as a fruit of the Spirit. When the scriptures speak of peace, they intend us to understand more than the absence of enmity or hostility. The Hebrew word translated peace is shalom. Shalom means wholeness, the perfecting of all that is broken or incomplete. It points to reconciliation and restitution. Peace in this sense is far more than the absence of conflict or confusion. Ultimately, it is the restoration of God's original intention in creation, the overcoming of sin and all resulting disruptions. On this day, it is well to ask, how strong is my sense of having been made whole by God? How can I spread God's wholeness all around me? How can I help to communicate to others the wholeness God intends for all of us? How can I nurture within myself the conviction that in the end God will bring shalom to the whole created order so that there will be a new heaven and a new earth? Opening Prayer Most holy and undivided Trinity, within the complexity of your being there is unity, yet from that unity flows forth diversity and all taken together is wholeness. Share with us this mystery of your divine life, that we, despite our differences, may not be at odds, competing for power, struggling for prestige, but rather may be at peace, whole as you are whole, conscientious trustees of your reconciling love. Blessed are you in whose image we are made. Amen. Psalm 121. I look up to the mountains. Does my strength come from the mountains? No. My strength comes from God, who made heaven and earth and mountains. He won't let you stumble. Your guardian God won't fall asleep. Not on your life. Israel's guardian will never doze or sleep. God's your guardian, right at your side to protect you, shielding you from sunstroke, sheltering you from moonstroke. God guards you from every evil. He guards your very life. He guards you when you leave and when you return. He guards you now. He guards you always. Isaiah 42, verses 1 through 9. Behold, my servant whom I uphold, my chosen one in whom my soul delights. I have put my spirit upon him. He will bring forth justice to the nations. He will not cry out or raise his voice, nor make his voice heard in the street. A bruised reed he will not break, and a dimly burning wick he will not extinguish. He will faithfully bring forth justice. He will not be disheartened or crushed until he has established justice in the earth, and the coastlands will wait expectantly for his law. Thus says God the Lord, who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread out the earth and its offspring, who gives breath to the people on it, and spirit to those who walk in it. I am the Lord. I have called you in righteousness. I will also hold you by the hand and watch over you. And I will appoint you as a covenant to the people, as a light to the nations, 
to open blind eyes, to bring out prisoners from the dungeon and those who dwell in darkness from the prison. I am the Lord. That is my name. I will not give my glory to another, nor my praise to graven images. Behold, the former things have come to pass. Now I declare new things. Before they spring forth, I proclaim them to you. From the book of Acts, the 10th chapter, verses 34 through 43. Opening his mouth, Peter said, I most certainly understand now that God is not one to show partiality. But in every nation, the man who fears him and does what is right is welcome to him. The word which he sent to the sons of Israel, preaching peace through Jesus Christ, he is Lord of all. You yourselves know the thing which took place throughout all Judea, starting from Galilee, after the baptism which John proclaimed. You know of Jesus of Nazareth, how God anointed him with the Holy Spirit and with power, and how he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. For God was with him. We are witnesses of all the things he did, both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem. They also put him to death by hanging him on a cross. God raised him up on the third day and granted that he become visible, not to all the people, but to witnesses who were chosen beforehand by God, that is, to us who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. And he ordered us to preach to the people and solemnly to testify that this is the one who has been appointed by God as judge of the living and the dead. Of him, all the prophets bear witness that through his name, everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins. From the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 3, verses 13 through 17. Then Jesus arrived from Galilee at the Jordan, coming to John to be baptized by him. But John tried to prevent him, saying, I have need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? But Jesus answered, saying to him, Permit it at this time, for in this way it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he permitted him. After being baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending as a dove and lighting on him. And behold, a voice out of the heavens said, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. These are the readings of the Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Prayer for Sunday. God of great deeds, on the first day of the week you wondrously called forth light out of darkness. On the first day of the week you graciously raised Jesus from the dead. On the first day of the week you powerfully formed the church through the gift of your Holy Spirit. By this triple witness you testify to us concerning your covenant love. Grant that all who worship you this day may do so in spirit and in truth, and present to you a living sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving through Christ our Savior. Amen. A prayer for the Sunday of the Lord's baptism. By word and sign, O God, you identified Jesus at his baptism that we might know him to be your beloved one, the vessel of your goodness. By that same grace, you have united us in Christ and called us your people. How dimly we understand such love. Deepen our faith. Intensify our zeal. Unite the separated branches of your church that we may bear an undivided witness before the world. Through Jesus Christ, 
in whom you were pleased to dwell. Amen. The Nicene Creed We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and became truly human. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended to heaven and is seated to the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in the one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen.